Welcome back to Crime in Primetime. I'm your host, Sierra Phillips, and today we're going to be talking about other ways serial killers influence media and how they have taken it over. In the previous episode, we talked about Ted Bundy and his movie that came out in 2018 starring Zac Efron and now we're going to be talking about other examples of this but in a completely different aspect rather than looking at how a specific serial killer has influenced a TV show and movie in that case in like a biography type of movie We're going to be taking a look at how certain TV shows take influence from these specific serial killers and combine it all up into one and present it to the masses. Specifically, in doing this, the media has given people more creative outlets while... It has many positives. It comes with as negatives, like anything. One of these negatives just happened to be the different subsections of different forms of media, such as Twitter and Tumblr. Tumblr specifically has become a huge platform for people romanticizing killers. In the article written by Revis, it states obsessions obsessed people often find themselves on tumblr in the true crime committee community in in these tumblr subsections like the true crime community people create things such as collages of people in a typical style on tumblr the style tends to be pictures of them followed by text like fab or okay wow that specifically are examples that came from the Revis article these collages and sayings don't really fit with people who have murdered raped and assaulted so many people fandoms from twitter and tumblr subsections to other social media forms have crossed over and grown over the last decade one way serial killers have been glorified and romanticized in media is specifically movies and TV shows and taking a look at other things such as the Ted Bundy tapes or Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. TV shows, specifically the very popular series American Horror Story, cast attractive people to play these serial killers like in... Zac Efron's movie. Zac Efron is casted to play Ted Bundy, and he wasn't casted to play Ted Bundy because he was ugly. And granted, Ted Bundy's claim to fame was his attractiveness, and as as well as American Horror Story, Evan Peters plays multiple serial killers and mass murderers, such as Tate Langdon from Murder House, a boy who shoots up his school for no particular reason and enjoys every bit of it. Kai Anderson in American Horror Story Cult, 
A man who develops an addiction to power and creates a cult similar to the Manson family, which is where that inspiration had been derived from. And also Kai Anderson cult his cult carried out multiple murders premeditated and horrific crimes just for pure shock value evan peters also played james patrick march in the season hotel who's inspired by one of america's first serial killers hh holmes march builds an entire hotel filled with traps and devices used to kill people american horror story also have a menu of other renditions of serial killers also played by attractive people and they're casted to be that way so that they appeal to a larger audience this practice is made heightened for tv shows and ratings for ratings and tv shows in movies not only is this detrimental but this practice should be completely done with with all of that in mind what are the true facts of media and glorification and killers when trying to answer this question, it should be duly noted that when media reports a story, they report what they've already been told, which happens to be information about the serial killer rather than the victim, more often than not. It tends to be much easier to get information about the killers than the, me- than the victims, so that tends to be what you get reported out. A article from Youth Voices describes that Depending on how how and what information is publicized, this can cause people to sympathize with the killer rather than forming hatred and disgust for them. It is also given backgrounds and family history that can entice people to feel sorry for them. This can cause people to build connections they might not otherwise form. This could be a prime opportunity to use the same researching skills to dig a little bit longer and harder to find similar information about the victims and forming the same connection of empathy and sympathy with the victims. This in turn may lower the number of people that find serial killers sexually attractive. While only a minority of people find serial killers attractive to the point where they become obsessed, society tends to make serial killers out to be the victims. What media tends not to realize is no matter what publicity serial killers are getting, good or bad, it's still publicity. For some serial killers, they don't care what type of publicity they get as long as they're getting some sort of attention for what they're doing. In the Youth Voices article, it says, in quote, Some people compare serial killers to artists, while their victims are simply a work of art. And this is a disgusting comparison. This comparison completely separates serial killers from the victims and dehumanizes victims in the same way that their killers did to them all over again. It strips them of their identity and glorifies and praises the killer rather than proving them to be sick and mentally ill. While media shouldn't be covering serial killers as often as do, as well as homicides in general, it should be noted that media should begin to publicize the victims' lives more. But on that same token, the youth voices make some very good points about victims choosing to stay out of the limelight in a sense that they might not want every single move of their life to be under the microscope of the public eye. So rather than more publication of the victims, the media should take a step back and report less on the crimes, but still keeping people in public 
informed about what's going on in their communities and making easy money they could take the extra time to research into the victims that are known these victims are getting the attention they deserve and then we wouldn't be giving attention to somebody who isn't deserving of it now on the flip side of this argument no matter what the argument is somebody's always going to want to argue just for argument's sake but people who don't agree with the argument they might think it's because it's not affecting them or their actions as an individual person or it might not be detrimental to somebody's mental health and their well-being if it's not that harmful but when you take that one individual human and you multiply their experience by 100 it's going to amplify and affect more than just that one person so taking that gravity of that effect into account it becomes so much more detrimental to potentially more than just that one person and by publicizing these people into media we are almost desensitizing our younger humans of what is going to be out who is going to be running our country and our world eventually we're almost desensitizing them to the effects of these people people who are living in teenagers in the 60s and the 70s when killer serial killers in the United States specifically took off they really understood the gravity of these people they understood that these people are dangerous and since people that are around my age of 18 years old and younger they're not actively living in a world where a serial killer is something they have to worry about we're more concerned about what boy is going to be asking us to homecoming and what boy is taking us to prom that we don't really put it under a microscope and understand the gravity of these situations and these type of things used to be taboo and it's to the point where these obsessions are being formed younger and younger and they're becoming even more unhealthy and i think media needs to take a step back from serial killers and stop giving so much information that is not pertinent to survival like media needs to keep people informed to the bare minimum and that's all the more they should be given and the rest should be cut off people also may believe that just because the media put it out there doesn't mean people need to do anything with it and those people should realize that it's going to be on a large platform for many to see and even if it wasn't put out there for so many people to see people are going to find it and they're going to copy that information and they're going to put it into other sources so even though that original source might be hidden more people are eventually going to be finding this source and it's going to create even more problems that could otherwise just be avoided if we 
didn't put stuff like that out on the internet in general. It could even be beneficial to censor some of the information that gets put into documentaries, books, and TV shows. While some people might see this as a conflict of interest in being very overbearing and almost taking away our rights, I feel as a whole that it would be more beneficial as a whole. And I think it would privatize some of these victims' lives and their private business isn't getting put into the media for everybody to see because not all of these authors and directors are going through proper channels to get this information and yes they're getting correct information but is it information that these victims families would want putting out into the internet for everybody to see people are still going to find the information one way or the other but many people may be less likely to form these connections if they have to dig deeper and longer they're not going to find that information so, in the long run, people are just at fault for glorifying serial killers. But the media is the one who makes it more accessible for us. If the media were to slow down on its publication and look at more than just the immediate aftermath in what they're making, the effects would be less and less women are going to find these killers attractive and obsess over them. And I feel people need to take just a long sit down and think about how what they're doing affects more than just them. People need to realize the way the serial killers are romanticized and how it gets put out there needs to be either a censored or demonetized to the point where people can't make money off of this information because in the long run that's what's running all of this money makes the world go round and as long as people can make money off of this information they're going to continue to put this information out there for people to get a hold of and use people just need to take into account that these men and women are mentally ill and they need to take into account what these people did before they develop these feelings and that there's more to a killer than their physical being in person that they've done people they've done things to people and they don't deserve people to admire them the way that people are and we need to not put the aftermath on the back burner and put it out there for more people to find and be accessible to.